At the Central Park Cafe in Greenwich Village, New York City, five friends are regulars. Several times a week, Ross, Monica, Chandler, Joey and Phoebe slump up against each other on the red couch and the green velvet armchair, each with a cup of hot chocolate in hand. The atmosphere is cozy, with dim lighting, setting the perfect stage for their reunions filled with banter and confidences. However, on this particular day, the mood around the coffee table isn't so great. Ross, Monica's brother, is feeling down. He's just been dumped by his wife. Carol left him for someone else. His friends try to console him as best they can. Then, a twist in the tale occurs. A certain Rachel Green shows up in the midst of their conversation. Rachel? Oh, God, Monica, hi, thank God. I just went to your building and you weren't there, and then this guy with a big hammer said that you might be here, and you are, you are. Can I get you some coffee? Decaf. <laughs> Rachel is incredibly beautiful. As soon as she enters the cafe, all eyes turn towards her. Rachel isn't just blonde, with a figure that any woman would envy. She arrives in a wedding dress, completely soaked from the rain, wearing a veil and a pearl crown. It's a stunning entrance. Rachel has just fled her own wedding to her fiancé, Barry. She left him at the altar. In distress, she instinctively seeks refuge with her former best friend, Monica, and by default with her friends, including the equally troubled Ross Geller. So, from the very first episode of the first season of Friends, the atmosphere isn't exactly ideal for Ross Geller and Rachel Green. But perhaps the two despondent souls at the cafe will somehow find comfort in each other. Or, on the contrary, will they complicate each other's lives further? You're listening to Love Me, Love Me Not. Ross and Rachel, Episode 1, Meeting at Central Perk. Ross Geller is a rather handsome man. Tall, with angular features and prominent cheekbones, he's not unpleasant to look at. When he sees Rachel Green, whom he used to see giggling with his sister Monica in their pajamas as teenagers, he can't believe his eyes. She's changed so much. She's become a woman, a real one. Her angelic face remains the same. Ross, who had suppressed his feelings for Rachel back in college, feels drawn to her beauty and charisma once again. As she recounts her misadventures, Ross, seated to her left, gazes at her attentively, utterly mesmerized. He can almost imagine taking her to the altar and marrying her. Unfortunately, it's not the right time to fulfill his fantasy. Just like him, Rachel is far from having the best period of her life. Her father, who had always supported her financially, will no longer give her a cent until she returns to Barry. Following the advice of her new friends, she decides to cut ties with her parents financially. Rachel can't stand being a daddy's girl anymore, especially if it comes at this price. So, on a whim, she starts cutting up her father's credit cards. 
For the first time in her life, she decides to work as a waitress at the famous hangout spot of the group. And then she moves in with Monica, rekindling their friendship. Despite all these new prospects, Rachel takes time to recover from her failed relationship. But it's precisely her sadness that makes her so endearing in Ross's eyes. Ross is a truly nice guy, a genuine nice guy, but also quite clumsy. So to uplift his sister's friend, Ross takes advantage of a moment alone in the living room to confess. I don't know if you've noticed, but in college, I had quite a crush on you. To avoid hurting his feelings, Rachel admits that she knew. However, she was far from aware of Ross's feelings. And more importantly, she has other things to deal with than flirting with a man. She doesn't have time for new emotions, as her mental load is already at its maximum capacity. She's going through a life transition, feeling completely lost and adrift. The timing is just not right for Rachel, so she puts Ross aside in her thoughts. Russ, on the other hand, remains undaunted, especially when he learns that his ex-wife is pregnant. His reaction is quite different from Rachel's. While she doesn't feel ready to start a new relationship, Ross needs to take his mind off things. And as the days go by, he finds himself more and more attracted to her. It's also around this time that Rachel returns her engagement ring to her ex-fiancé and realizes in the process that he had quickly moved on from the breakup. That's the final straw for her. She needs to move forward and take control of her life. The exchanged glances, shared moments, and inside jokes with Ross become more frequent until Ross suggests a date to Rachel at the laundromat. Yes, you heard that right. At Ross's initiative, who invents a washing machine problem at his play? At Ross's initiative, who invents a washing machine problem at his place, they arrange to meet up to do their laundry together. What better way to envision a possible life together? Before we continue this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be back right after. Upon Russ's arrival at the laundromat, he makes quite an impression. When a lady tries to take Rachel's spot, Ross immediately comes to her defense, leaving Rachel admiring his audacity and exclaiming, that was amazing. Soon enough, Ross's natural clumsiness resurfaces. He spills the detergent, stumbles through compliments, but most importantly, he makes Rachel, the one he desires so much, laugh heartily. Fueled by Rachel's enthusiasm, Ross becomes increasingly intoxicated by the moment. Finally, he has a special moment with his high school crush. Finally, the romantic connection between Ross and Rachel seems all too real. When the lady from earlier reappears and tries to steal Rachel's laundry cart this time, Rachel fights back and manages to reclaim what's rightfully hers. In a bold move, she sits in the cart scaring the lady away. After winning the battle, Ross can't help but exclaim with joy, you were amazing. To which Rachel replies, I wouldn't have done it without you. 
before grabbing him by the neck and suddenly kissing him. A kiss Ross had always dreamed of, but when it becomes a reality, it completely overwhelms him, while Rachel seems to take it rather lightly. Caught up in the moment, Ross eventually slips on the wet laundromat floor. Uh, more clothes in the dryer? <laughs> a comical, yet painful incident for the young man, once again showcasing his clumsiness. After the laundromat episode, the duo remains friends as if nothing had happened. As the days go by, Ross realizes that he's falling in love all over again. During a citywide blackout that plunges the Big Apple into near darkness, he finds himself alone on the balcony of the shared apartment with Rachel. The moment feels timeless. With candlelight aiding the mood, Ross, caught up in romanticism, attempts to confess his feelings to Rachel. But a lost cat interrupts him with its incessant meowing. Unfortunately for Ross, he's thwarted by an unexpectedly ridiculous external event. Rachel and Phoebe rush off to find the cat's owner. Unfortunately for Ross, this cat doesn't displease Rachel. The cat's owner is their neighbor from across the street, Paolo, an Italian model. Very quickly, Paolo captures Rachel's attention. She apparently needed something new and exciting. The relationship is purely physical, and it suits her just fine. Ross is obviously devastated. His situation doesn't improve when he loses his beloved grandmother. Even worse, at the funeral, he accidentally falls into an empty grave. A moment as comical as it is traumatizing for Ross. Injured, he ends up doped up on medication, struggling to speak coherently. Once again, he turns to Rachel. Almost intoxicated, he declares, I love you the most. Touched, Rachel confirms her feelings for him, but doesn't take them too seriously due to his condition, and Paolo is still on her mind. So, each of them continues on their own path. Rachel breaks up with Paolo after he tries to flirt with Phoebe, and Ross goes on his first date since his breakup with Carol. They remain on good terms. When Rachel doesn't get the job she had hoped for, Ross is there to support and comfort her. And he relies on Rachel to take care of Marcel, his beloved monkey. Touched, he takes the opportunity to once again try to confess his feelings for her. But this time, his attempt falls flat. Marcel escapes Rachel's supervision and tension rises again. Rachel's birthday is approaching rapidly. The group is busy preparing, excitement filling the air. The only one missing is Ross, as he has to leave for China for work. Unexpectedly, he thought ahead and got Rachel a gift before his departure. When Rachel unwraps it, she is amazed. Ross has given her the beautiful brooch that had caught her eye when she was browsing with him at a flea market. To make matters even more complicated, Chandler informs her that Ross has feelings for her. Rachel is on cloud nine. She finally feels ready to write a new story. So, on a romantic impulse, 
she decides to wait for his return at the airport. Ross and Rachel, in love at the same time. That's what we'd like to believe. But when Ross returns to New York, things don't go at all as Rachel had imagined. Thank you for listening to Love Me, Love Me Not, a Bababam production. The story continues in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave comments and ratings on all listening platforms.